Hi friend, I'm Rick Pasquale. I know God has a word for you today. As you listen, let God speak to you. He loves you and he has a great plan for your life. Now join us live for our service. For tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you. Amazing just doesn't happen in the Old Testament. It doesn't just happen in the New Testament. It happens in 2019. Do you hear what I just said? It just doesn't happen in the Old Testament. Some people live in the Old Testament. Miracles happen in the Old Testament. It doesn't just happen in the New Testament. Miracles happen in the New Testament. I believe it happens in 2019. And you've got to believe it for God to do some amazing things in your life. So I'm going to go through right now what we will teach you and preach to you this, this month, this year. Each month will have a theme place. Last year we dealt with people. This year we're going to deal with places. And I'm going to teach you some things about places in the Bible. Now you know my style of preaching. I'd rather just preach and yell real loud and dance around and do my thing because that's my style. But I have found that I've got to be a little more steady. <laughs> I got to be a little bit more teachy in the subject matter so that when you go home, you're not just revved up, you're worded up as well. It's not just based on your emotion, though I love emotion. You know my style. I'd rather you shout me down than anything else, but that's all right. But you still have to do that. So January, that's this month, prayers precede the miracle. I want you to understand that. Our place is the place of mercy. It's called the Red Sea. It's the place of mercy. This is where amazing happens. We'll go through that whole story if you've not seen any of the movies or ever read your Bible before. We will help you know that in the Red Sea, something amazing happened. An entire nation was saved from the Egyptian army. It's amazing. But there's more to the story than them just walking through the Red Sea. How do you get a million people through a body of water with no boats on dry land? Amazing had to happen. The scripture for that month, this month, will be Hebrews chapter 4, verse number 16. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. This coming week is our designated, starting today, week of prayer. As Pastor Jen already told you, as you exit today, there's also a sheet for you to pick up for you to focus on certain things that we as a group and our international family that watches us live stream and Facebook Live and all those thousands of people, um, we are asking them as well to partner with us to pray for certain things. So this will be on Facebook. For you Facebook people, it will be up there so that you can pray along with us. 
The church will be open every day, but if you can't make it to the church, that's fine. But I want you to take some time this week and pray. Now, I hope that every one of you pray every day. But you know how that when you start a new year, you should start some new things. It doesn't hurt for anyone in this room to spend a few more minutes in prayer. That was a little better than the three or four. But I'd love to see 100% of you participate in prayer. Prayer means I'm having a chat with God. But I don't believe prayer is just you talking. I believe prayer is you listening. Hello? Some of you are good at talking. I'd like you to be good at listening. Listening to God, because if you always are doing the talking, how are you going to hear God talk to you? When you want the answer to your prayer, don't you want God to give it to you? And that's how he does it, through his miracles. In February, we will talk about the place of expansion. We will use the Bible story of Jabez and his tent. We will spend quality amount of time talking how that place, that, that part of his life, that God was saying, if you'll expand this, something amazing is going to happen for you. If you'll expand this tent, and some of you believe, I'm just telling you, this is your year for expansion. Now, I know I've got a number of young adult college students that are here on your master's and here on your PhDs. I know, I know what I got in the room. But listen to me. God didn't bring you to Rome just to get your PhD. And he didn't bring you to Rome just to get your master's. He brought you to Rome to make an impact in the lives of the people that surround you, the place that God has put you. You're just not a student for these two years or three years or however long or one semester. You are in a place that God can do something amazing. If you're one of the people that work at one of the United Nations parts of the world, there's so many that I don't want to say one and I missed four of them, okay? God sent you here for a reason. It's a place. You can complain all you want about Rome, but I'm telling you, it's God that sent you here. Well, I got 20 that believe that. Some of you better figure out how, why you're here. The devil didn't send you here. Oh, he's getting all riled up now, isn't he? I'm just telling you, that's not how God works. God say, hey, devil, go ahead and send them over there. That's not how it works. God sends us. So God's got you here. So if he's got you here, he's got you in a place. And in that month, you're going to learn a whole lot about the place of the tent. In March, it's the place of purpose. I, it's just, you're going to love March. We're going to talk about Lazarus. We're going to talk about two words, come forth. You're going to see a tomb that had a dead man, and a dead man gets brought back to life, but it's the place of the empty tomb. You hear what I'm saying? 
Too many people, they may have some resurrection part of their life. And God may be doing a new thing. But they've kept on the grave clothes. They've kept on their past. They've kept on their baggage. The place gets you free from all of that. Mm. Listen to me, church. Hear me today. God wants you free of all the stuff of the grave. I need my B3 organ over there going crazy for a moment. John chapter 12, verse 24, in the King James Version says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. I want to bring forth fruit. I want my life to count. April, we're going to talk about the resurrection. You say, Pastor, you just dealt with Lazarus. I'm going to deal with Jesus. The place of the resurrection, the empty tomb. We're going to put that tomb right here up on the stage like we did for the Easter play last year. But this year we're going to keep it there an entire month and you're going to see an empty tomb. I'm telling you today, Jesus is not on the cross. Jesus is not still in the tomb. It's an empty tomb. He's sitting at the right hand of the Father and he's making provision for you and me. Because if you think he's still in the tomb, you've missed it. He's not in the tomb. Jesus is alive. The place, the tomb is empty. If you'll get that, I'm telling you, freedom will start coming. Some of you that sing like this, the joy of the Lord is my strength. There's something's going to happen to you, and you're going, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Some of you that come from some nations, I, I get this all the time, so I love picking on it. Some of you that come from nations that are a little bit more reserved, you're going to get this, that we're not dealing with the nations of the world. We're dealing with Jesus of the world. We, we say this all the time. You can leave your, your rites and rituals and religious stuff at the door, and inside this room, you put on Jesus culture. Hello. That's how 70 nations of the world right now are getting along. And James is helping me redesign all these flags, and he's got it almost done, and they're about to come because he says, Pastor, we got more than 50 or whatever we got on the walls right now. We got to have 90. I said, well, James, why do we have to have 90? He says, because we got to reach at least 90 nations. you got people amongst you that think we should get bigger. Now, how are you going to get bigger unless you have the faith to believe to get bigger? Hear me. If we can reach 70 nations, James says we can reach 90 nations. That's one of your brothers. By the way, his wife's in the hospital right now rehabbing from hip surgery. She will be there one month. So I want you to say some prayers for her, okay? And um, some of you ladies probably should go visit that dear sister. It's a place. Jesus said unto her, I'm the resurrection and life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. I don't know about you, but I want to live. Hello? Don't you want to live? Don't you want 2019 to be filled with life? 
listen, I'm one of the oldest people in this room, and I want to live. Do you get that? You're supposed to know, Pastor, you're not the oldest. <laughs> Hear me. I want to live. I want to see God do amazing things. But in order for me to see him, i got to be alive. May will be the place prepared. It's heaven. We're going to spend a whole month teaching about heaven, preaching about heaven, how to get to heaven, what heaven's going to look like. Don't you want to know what your mansion's going to look like? Some of you are so scared, you don't want to say out loud anything, will you? I want to know what my mansion's going to look like. Pastor, you're going to tell us what the mansion going to look like? I'm going to tell you what heaven's going to look like. It's in the Bible. You know, when you think about heaven, the only thing I can think about heaven is that I don't want to miss it. Do you hear what I just said? Anybody want to miss heaven? Oh. You don't want to miss heaven. You want to make it to heaven. June, we're going to talk about the place of miracles. You saw in the video, my daughter had depicted a a movie clip that allowed the, the paralytic man to be put down through the roof. Listen, I said in my notes today, you may be the person that carries the man to the miracle. You may be the person lifting down the rope for the for the mat to get down for the miracle or you may be the person on the mat that needs the miracle whatever happens Jesus is at the place where miracle can happen did you hear what I said some of you need to carry the rope for some other people some of you need to carry the mat for some other people some of you need to even open the roof I mean, what would happen today if, if all of a sudden up here you saw a big old hole? Because people couldn't get in the room. and said, we got to get in there because God's going to do something there. That's what I'm going to believe for this house. Every time we have church, that miracles are going to happen. We were amazed last week. At the end of our service, we said, if you want to stay for prayer, we, you know me, at the end of every service, we spend time at the front, everybody 100% participation, praying. But last week, we felt led to pray for everyone individual that wanted it. I said my prayer blessing that I always pray every, every week. Blessed you, said you can exit now. I don't know of one. Some of my leaders are saying, Pastor, we didn't see anybody leave. For over an hour and 15 minutes, people lined up for prayer in this house. So they could have an individual prayer. And I think, my goodness, people are hungry for God to do something in their life. And you've heard me say it a million times. You're one prayer away from a miracle. One prayer. Mm. What if 2019 you're saying, that's my year? What if you're saying, that's my day, that's my month? And I think you've got to believe it. By the way, the paralyzed man gets healed. I mean, that would have been a bummer, wouldn't it? Those guys went to that extreme, put a big old hole in somebody, total stranger's roof. Puts the mat down in the house. 
and nothing happens? That wouldn't have been good. <laughs> but when there's Jesus, it takes one touch and miracles happen. July, we'll talk about the Jericho walls. It's going to be the place of promise. Are you seeing that on each of the slides up there? You're seeing the, the theme of the month? You all seeing that? Or are you just thinking it's the same slide? It's a sl slide changing each time. Just to help, because the media team does so much work to make sure everything's cool, and, and I like them back there. But we're going to talk about, so many people talk about those walls and that story where the walls came down. It's a great story. But I'm here to tell you, if you will march the way God directs you and shout when God says to shout, it's amazing how the walls in your lives that keep you from getting to victory will start coming down. It's amazing. If you've never been in our church before, um, one of our songs that we do for offering is um, a song that, um, uh, what's it called? The one that they dance to and they don't ever want me on the stage. Uh, uh, I know who I am. My goodness. If you don't know that song, you need to get the, the music to that. I, I, it's just one of those songs that it gets in your heart and your spirit. I know who I am. And when I know who I am, it's amazing what will happen even if there are walls. Because if you think you're going to get through life with no struggles, you're fooling yourself. If you think there's not going to be any barricades or things trying to stop you from the promises of God, you're fooling yourself. But I can tell you, if you will get to the wall, <laughs> and you will do it the way God says, you will pray, you will fast, you will shout, you will sing. It's amazing how those walls will start coming down. August will be the place of transformation. We're going to talk about the second coming. We're going to talk about what happened on that mountain. You know, everybody, you've heard me teach this so much that, that you know, you get, everybody thinks if I'm going to be spiritual, i got to get to a mountain. Well, I don't know whoever taught you that, that that's wrong teaching, okay? Because giants are killed in valleys. Think about it. Giant wasn't killed on top of the mountain, it was killed in the, in the bottom of the mountain. So if you think you've got to get to a mountain top, and I can understand the theology that I got to, if I get up there, I can get closer to God. I understand that. And there may be a desire in your heart to get closer to God. But you can get closer to God in the midst of difficult situations. This lady wrote that song in the midst of terrible situations. Do you hear what I just said? So some of you may be in that valley today or in that difficult moment. This can be your moment. This can be your time. When amazing happens, it'll be the place. And I want you ready for Jesus to come. September will be the place of belonging. We're going to deal with Zacchaeus in a tree. Do you hear what I just said? 
You know the story, this little short tax collector guy, he, he, he's not a Christian, and, but he, he kind of thinks, man, if I get a hold of Jesus, something's going to change in my life. In that day and age, tax collectors were the richest people on the planet. Seriously. But he knew something was missing in his life. He chose a tree to see the transformation. I'm telling you, some of you may have to climb a tree. Well, pastor, I'm too big to climb a tree. No, 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 no. Yesterday, I was on a ladder, and I changed that light bulb right there. I changed a transformer and that light and that light while two men held the ladder so I could climb up there. Now, if this old guy can climb a ladder and get up there, you can climb a tree. Do you hear what I just said? Now, I know all you young people look at me like, no, no, ain't no way that old guy got way up there. You can ask those men. They can vouch for it. I was up there. No mountain is too high for you to climb. No tree is too big for you to get. You understand what I'm telling you? There's not a wall too thick. you got to get that in your head. And if you've got to use some different methods to get to where God is, then that's what you've got to do. October, we will use it's the place of power. It's the upper room in Jerusalem where we're going to deal with that place where the Holy Spirit came down. If you didn't know it, this is a Pentecostal church. We don't believe in just God the Father and God the Son. We believe in God the Holy Spirit. Hello? We believe in the Holy Spirit. We believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. We believe you should be baptized in the Holy Spirit. We should believe in the fruits and the evidence of the Holy Spirit in our lives. We should believe in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Hello? Now, I know some of you come from different backgrounds and different theologies. Let's see what the Bible has to say. And that month, we're going to get into what happened in that upper room. But you will receive power, Acts 1.8 says, when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the earth, including Rome. November, we will deal with the place of anointing. I'm going to love this month. Because I love the stories of Elijah and Elisha. But we're going to deal with the Jordan River. Because there's so many things, little side things that happened at the Jordan. You're going to learn some things because I love this study. I've done an extensive study on Jordan. You're going to learn some things that you will say, wow, I never thought of it like that. Because God's got a plan, and sometimes it's us getting into the river in order for God to refresh us and us fill us up with the living water so that that place becomes a sacred place of amazing things that happen, like water baptism. Hear me. Some of you that have not been baptized in water, With immersion, you need to revisit your Bible and make sure you understand that's what it says in the Bible. I'm not just talking about baptism that month. I'm going to talk about living waters. 
I'm going to talk about the Jordan and what the symbolism was there in that river. What were the, what were the prophets on the mountainside thinking? What were they thinking? I mean, what was Elijah's thinking? What was, I mean, what were they thinking when they got to that spot? What happened when he took his coat off and he threw it down on the Jordan? What happened? Man, that thing split wide open. They said, wow. Amazing things happened. Isaiah said it like this, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners. Wow, 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 wow. Think that you have within your ability, person, the ability to speak that into existence for someone else. You. Not just the preacher. You. You get to choose every day of your life. Do I want to speak life into people? It's your words coming out of your mouth. I want to speak blessing to people. I want to speak life to people. I want people to say, man, when I've been with that guy, something good happened. But that's how we should experience each other. When you come into this house, you say, man, I love going to church. Because those people just speak good things over me. Hello? That's not happening outside the doors, is it? There's some mean people outside the doors. But inside the house, good things are going to happen. And December will be the place of new beginnings. We're going to talk about Bethlehem. What happened in Bethlehem? Why did Bethlehem even show up? Of all the cities in the world, why was it Bethlehem? We're going to talk about that. We're going to try to get you to your Bethlehem. Everybody's got a Bethlehem. Did you hear what I just said? Everybody's got a Bethlehem. And Jesus is directing us to get to our Bethlehems so that you can see amazing things happen. Listen, if Jesus can be born in Bethlehem... What can happen in your Bethlehem? That's why I'm so excited about this year. I'm so excited about what God is going to do here. See, here in Rome, here in ICF Rome, here right now in the midst of your current circumstances, right in this present moment, His presence is amazing. See, I believe his presence, when God's presence is here, amazing things happen. But God's presence is just not in the building of the church. His presence can be in your home. His presence can be in your car or on the train or on the bus. His presence can go with you. Are you listening to me today? See, I believe he will make a way. He is the way maker. We didn't pick that song to be our theme song just for something to do. I want you to believe it. 
So band, come on, we're going to start there. Because I believe when Jesus is making it happen, amazing things will happen. Do you hear what I just said? Uh, you don't have to watch them. They, they know exactly what to do. They're going to go to, you don't have to worry, they're going to go to the wrong spot. They got it. Or play the wrong stuff. They got it, okay? <laughs> See, you got to believe. This is where amazing happens. Here is where miracles happen. You got to believe. This is where strongholds are broken. You've got to declare it. Fear has no authority here. Some of you are captivated by fear in your life. Afraid. Those days got to be over. I'm not afraid. I got Jesus. I got the way maker. I got the miracle worker. He's on my side. He's on your side. There's not something too big that God can't handle. There's not a prayer that you pray that God can't handle for you. He's a miracle worker. And you're his people. You were created in his image for such a time as this. For this moment. For this place. This is your moment. You're here. Allow amazing things to happen for you. Don't miss it. It's his name. There's only one God. Don't get that confused. I know the people that walk in this room and watch us on live stream. I've got every kind of religion in the world. There's only one name under heaven given among men whereby we can be saved. His name is Jesus. Hear me, church. You don't get to make up the rules. Some other person didn't get to make up the rules, though they wrote it in a book. That is not the rules. God wrote the rules. He is Jehovah. He's the one. He's the lover of us. He's the one that sent his son to die for you, friend. I'm declaring that ICF Rome for 2019. Whether you watch us halfway around the world in China or Arab countries or wherever you're watching. On a normal week, over 40, 50, 60,000 people are watching us. We're going to take that way into a whole nother world this year. Because I got a message to tell to the world. And together, we're going to reach our world. This is where amazing happens. Thank you for listening. I pray that you heard from God today. And today I want to say a prayer with you. You need to make sure Christ lives in your life. So would you please say this prayer with me? Dear Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for my sins. 
And I pray right now that you will come into my heart and into my life. And from this day forward, for the rest of my life, I will live for you. The things I was doing that were sin, I'm going to stop doing because you've just changed my life. And I thank you, Lord, for answering this prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. I know that if you've said that prayer today that you're going to have a life change. Things are going to be incredibly different for your life, and we'd love to help you. So if you would go to our website, icfrome.org, and make contact with us, I'd love to give you some information and get you connected to a church. Remember, God loves you, and He has a plan for your life. Bless you.